0: Are you sick of me talking about big food yet? I don't care because I am obsessed with it. I think it's one of the most important things that is going on. People waking up to the corruption of big food. And so every single time a new piece of news drops, I have to talk about it. And I happened to hear from a little birdie that there was somebody very special just traipsing around the office here at TPSA HQ today. And I was like, stop, wait, come in. Let's record a quick video about this breaking news. I have Ben Spell, Good Ranchers found with me today hey hey this worked out perfect
1: yeah it really did glad to be here
0: there's some crazy stuff going on with lab grown meat which i was shocked when i heard this so i guess it's grown from real animal cells they say
1: cultured animal cells yes
0: okay and so you'll have to explain what that means because this is going to be in restaurants soon in dc and san francisco and then eventually, I'm sure nationwide. Yeah. So, what in the world is lab-grown meat? And if it's made from animal culture cells or whatever, does that mean it's a good thing?
1: Um, no, that's <laughs> absolutely not. I it's, figured it's rather disgusting. I mean, if I don't know if you have you googled pictures of it. No, tell uh, me. It's yeah, it's bad. I mean, conceptually, it's bad. We're messing with nature in a way that we shouldn't be messing with with nature here. It's not going to be sustainable.
0: Well, um, they say it is more sustainable because well you don't have to kill animals now and all this.
1: So what are we going to do with those animals?
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I
1: mean, Ireland right now is talking about euthanizing 200,000 cattle. So
0: So what's like the health benefits if any of eating lab-grown meat?
1: For men, you're going to produce more testosterone, produce more creatine. It's got healthy vitamins and minerals that, that you need, healthy fats that are going to help your brain function and help you grow muscles. Uh, That's the benefits of eating real meat. So
0: I'm assuming if it's all lab-grown, then we're going to be missing out on a bunch of nutrients that you would get from the real thing?
1: I'm not putting it in my body. I mean, processed foods started 50 years ago, and this whole craze of, oh, we can process, we can ultra-process it, and we can take out all the fat, and and it's going to be better for you, and fat-free, and it's going to be healthy, and we can take out saturated fat and substitute it with this synthetic trans fat. And we had decades of that being approved by the USDA and shoved down our throats, thinking that, oh, well, if it's in the grocery store, it must...
0: If it's on a grocery store shelf, it's safe. Yeah,
1: but now we're seeing all of the the data looking back of of how bad all the processed food for you is. And the whole thing with all of the processed food was actually trying to be healthier and completely just messed it up and made so many problems in humans, in in society. But
0: they say like all of those things, all those like negative effects are worth it because you know due to things like GMOs, which are in all this processed food, that is good for humanity because it feeds more people. So yeah, people are sicker, but they're not hungry. Which I just think is so...
1: Ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they're saying the same thing about lab-grown meat. They're like, well, we'll get to feed more people. Mm,
1: Doubtful. This is money motivated. If you control food, you control the people. Mm -hmm. And we are rapidly giving up our food supply. We are rapidly allowing other countries to buy our farmland. We're importing over 3 billion pounds of beef a year. Um, into the U.S. We have an amazing food supply here that we're not leaning on because there's no country of origin labeling law for beef or for pork. So customers go to the grocery store, they think they're buying meat at the grocery store, or even today people buy meat online from almost all of our competitors, especially the large ones, and you're not getting meat that was born, raised, and harvested in the U.S. It's just (laughs) packaged
0: here in the United States. Well, I saw this article from Scientific American and this like I was like, "Oh my gosh." So they they described how a lab-grown chicken nugget is made. Scientific American says, "A lab-grown chicken nugget starts the classic way with an egg. Food scientists sample stem cells from a fertilized chicken egg, and then they test the cells for resilience, taste, and the ability to divide and create more cells. Yeah. Next, the scientists can freeze the best cells for future use, and when it's time to start production, the food scientists submerged the cells in the stainless steel vat of nutrient-rich broth, so they say, containing all the ingredients cells need to grow and divide. So after a few weeks, the cells begin to adhere to one another and produce enough protein to harvest. And finally, the scientists texturize the meat by mixing, heating, and shearing it. And then they press it into a little chicken nugget shape with a little stencil cookie cutter thing. And that's how they make these chicken nuggets. So my question is, do you think that this lab-grown meat process, like is this what... Corporations like McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's are going to start doing, like, will they start doing that or will they stick to their, like, Tyson nasty, you know, pen raised chickens?
1: If they can get it for cheaper, absolutely they will. I mean, that's it's all about bottom line for them.
0: Man, see, that's disturbing. And now they're giving mRNA shots to cattle now.
1: It is being proposed through legislation. Currently, there is no mRNA uh, vaccines allowed in cattle or in in livestock in the U.S.
0: But they're talking about it. They
1: are talking about it and they've been testing it for over a decade.
0: And why should that terrify Americans?
1: You are what you eat. And what goes into the animal essentially is gonna go into you.
0: Yeah. You don't see any reason why they would need to inject that into animals. No. Yeah. So no. it's like unnecessary. So it's like, what is the reason kind of a thing? And since we don't know, probably best to avoid it. Now, I see all the time like my favorite influencers on Instagram posting and talking about all these different meat subscription boxes. There's a lot of them available. Mm-hmm. Why is Good Ranchers the best choice in particular when there's so many to choose from? How can somebody not be overwhelmed and feel confident, like, okay, Good Ranchers is the subscription box that I should go with?
1: Yeah, first and foremost, our quality is second to none. Second of all, um, I think our values align with. your listeners uh, probably more than any of the other companies um, out there, especially the big ones. Don't want to name. You're not going
0: to take our money for our subscription box and put it towards Planned Parenthood, basically.
1: Correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct.
0: And I also like that you guys have uh, no inflation guarantee for two years after you subscribe. Yeah. Right. So, like, if you sign up for a Good Ranchers box today, you are locked in at that price for two, two. years, guaranteed. It, right. They won't. You won't raise the subscription box prices due to inflation or things like that. So, no matter who's president, you're good. You're not going to see your, your price fluctuate yeah. on your bill every month.
1: Yeah, we're paying over 30% more than we were paying a year ago. Ooh. But people who subscribed a year ago, 18 months ago, when we started our price lock, um, their, their price hasn't changed, even though ours has continued to climb. Okay. And we're also doing two pounds of ground beef for two years when you subscribe. That just that just started today, actually. Two like
0: e- extra in your box?
1: Yeah, two pounds uh, additional. Two pounds of ground beef. Let me tell you something. For free.
0: Can I make a request? Yeah. I. It is hard for me, a single gal living in an apartment by myself. My freezer—I have so much good rancher's meat. I, I, I don't have room for all of this stuff. So I need you guys to make a single person box that mm-hmm. doesn't have as much because you get so much freaking meat. I don't have enough.
1: Sounds I'm, like you'd have to have you need to have a dinner party.
0: Well, I need to have a dinner party, but you know what? I also do is I'm bringing in frozen meat and handing it out like party favors <laughs> at the office because I'm like I don't have room for all of this because you guys send so much. So I think you get a lot for your money. But I'm very excited because you guys have a new seafood box. That just came out, and I am a seafood fanatic. I think even more than like steak or anything. If I had to choose one type of meat for the rest of my life, it's oh, seafood, wow. hands down. Like that—that that is my favorite. My audience knows that, okay. and you guys are only committed to using wild-caught fish mm-hmm. in this box. And so I just learned all about the differences between farm-raised shrimp and salmon and wild-caught shrimp and salmon. So if you eat a Farm-raised piece of salmon, you could be consuming up to 11,000 microplastic particles, and those microplastics, they're accumulating in your organs. They're potentially disrupting your endocrine functions, um, and so we don't want that, and and so that's a huge thing. I also heard that they're—we're talking about the mRNA vaccine. I heard they're going to put that now into the farm-raised salmon, the (laughs) fish— Which I don't even understand that. So that's something to look out for. And then also, when it comes to farm-raised shrimp, and if you just get it like a frozen bag of shrimp at the grocery store, it'll say farm-raised mm-hmm. Indonesia or something yep. like that. And they keep them in these tiny little pens in the middle of the ocean, and they're so overcrowded. They that- throw
1: They throw bags— uh- powdered antibiotic into the water sick see because
0: they're and they have to do that because they're getting so sick yeah they're they're so overcrowded that the disease is running rampant and so they're throwing in all these antibiotics and they also give them a bunch of poop and gmos to eat and so that's a whole thing and then there's slave labor that's being used to farm these farm-raised shrimp in in southeast asia and india or whatever so
1: do you need more reasons you don't
0: Reasons. So, like the new. Tell me about the new seafood box with good ranchers and and your uh, all wild caught fish in them.
1: 100 uh, percent wild caught across the line. We've, we're super excited about it because um, it's been a long time coming. We've been we've been working for about a year and a half trying to make these relationships and get these sourcing because um, it'd be you know. It'd be one thing if we just like bought a little bit, but then we would sell out, right? We have to have make sure that the supply chain um, yeah. is consistent and strong and and healthy and whole. So, and,
0: where are these fishermen located that you guys are using?
1: Um, so, our shrimps coming from the Gulf, um, from the Gulf of Mexico, um, and the salmon is coming from Alaska. Sweet. Yeah. I'm just imagining
0: these men on little ships with um, (laughs) yellow raincoats. Yeah,
1: you should invite them over for dinner to eat all the meat in your freezer.
0: Yeah, no kidding. And, you know, the other thing, too, about farm-raised salmon, I didn't know. So farm-raised salmon, if it's not naturally in the wild, it's not that pink color. That's right. It's gray and Yep. hideous looking and you would never put that in your mouth so they're using like artificial dyes to yep. give it that color the only salmon that looks that true pink color is wild caught so that's like a huge thing that grossed me out as well
1: and the other thing about our seafood and this is the last thing i'll say about it but is um it's flash frozen um at the at the point of uh that it's caught so and why that's important. Uh, fish begins to deteriorate very fast. And that's why you know people say, I like fish, but I don't want it to have that fishy taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because it's deteriorating. It's, it's, it's rotting. Gross. And that's, yeah. Um, so f- frozen fish is actually the freshest fish. You want to freeze it immediately. Um, and that's what the people don't know. In the grocery store, you see fresh fish sitting out there. It was frozen before it came to the grocery store. And now it's just sitting out there. Thawing and then eventually, you know, degradating in which um, in fish you don't want that because that's where that you know really pungent fishy taste yeah. can start coming from. So, um, so we harvest it and freeze it immediately. Vacuum seal it and send it right to you, Um, and it tastes like it just came out the ocean. It's delicious.
0: You can also buy one time if you just want to try your meat. You can go to GoodRanchers.com and make a one-time purchase. It doesn't have to be a subscription also, right?
1: No, but if you love America, subscribe.
0: Absolutely. Subscribe, and you can also get a discount code if you use code CLARK. So it's Mm -hmm. GoodRanchers.com slash CLARK with code CLARK. And this has been Ben Spell from Good Ranchers, founder of Good Ranchers. Thanks, Ben.
1: Yeah, thank you.